Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique Podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. Yeah, spring guys. I hope you're feeling the good spring vibes and you're selling a ton in your boutique. Honestly, this is the time of year where if your business is not picking up, there's something potentially wrong because we always see a pickup in spring. Always. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you sell. People are excited to shop in April, May, and June. They're just, they're psyched. They need new stuff for events and parties and graduations. And it's just literally the whole world comes alive. And so please, like if you are struggling in your boutique, reach out and get help. We have so many programs. We just launched a shop of mini courses that include things like online boutique basics, how to add styling to your boutique, how to shop LA market, how to shop at LA Fashion District, and how to shop at Market Guide. All these things are under $200. Most are actually under $100. And it's just a really good way, whether you've taken a course with me or not, to get a little more education. You know, I think I can't run courses all the time, all year, but I can certainly offer these mini self-study courses. So I want to make sure you know about that. We have a link in the show notes that will send you there, but you can always go to www.boutiquetrainingacademy.com and then just click on the courses tab at the top and they'll all come up. You can buy it right there. You get immediate and lifetime access and it's completely self-study. So it's kind of a no-brainer. We will be adding more trainings over time. I have a whole list I'm sitting in front of actually on my wall of all the things we're going to add, but slowly it takes me time to actually put all this stuff together. So by the fall, we should have a really, really robust mini course shop. Right now we're launching kind of with what we have because there's some good stuff there and we've already seen a ton of people jump on and grab the things that they're like, oh, I want to learn more about this and that. So I want to encourage you that if you feel like it's time to get a little bit more education to do that. I will let you know that we're getting really close to opening the doors again for Six Figure Boutique Blueprint, my 12-week course that changes lives. I was just in the Fashion Truck Tribe group, and one of our Six Figure Blueprint graduates, Megan Fenno, just launched her new truck in Cincinnati. I'm so proud of her. I remember when she was on a call and she had a great jewelry business, but she was kind of getting frustrated doing markets outside. And she said, I think I want to do a truck. And I was like, do it, girl. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) And now she's opening the doors this spring. So it's really exciting. And I think it's, you know, to me, I love seeing six-figure blueprint graduates 
a year after, two years after, and just see what they're doing. So many are still open. They're thriving. They're continuing to grow. It's just really exciting to see people that have been with me continue to progress. If you're one of them, you know who you are. (laughs) I think it's, you know, for me, I'm in this for the long haul and I just love watching you guys grow. So whether it's through the podcast, through a course, you know, it's exciting. So if you want to get on the wait list for that six figure boutique blueprint, it's one of my flagship courses. You can head over to six figure get on the wait list there, and you will get the first notification when it opens. And if you're on the wait list, I actually usually offer you guys some extra bonuses for getting on that wait list. So it's just a smart idea to get on it, even if you're, you know, on the edge about it. We do like to, as always with anyone on a wait list, we like to, you know, give you a little extra something, something for jumping on there. So let's jump into today's conversation. It's really something that it's been on my mind for a long time. Just talking about how so many of you continue to overbuy and overspend on inventory and what the problem really is. Like to me, you can have an effect, but there has to be the cause. There has to be a root cause of the problem. And I don't think it's always what we surface level think it is. And I've done like a lot of meditating on this to be honest with you, because I think there's actually some deeper things around overspending. And I want to really tackle it from a practical standpoint, but also like a spiritual standpoint, from a mindset standpoint, because I really feel like so many of you have just started your business. It might be the most amount of money you've ever had in a bank account that you can kind of freely spend, right? And that can get tricky. Your brain can play some serious mind tricks on you. Okay. So I want to get really honest about why I think a lot of you guys are overspending or are overbought. And these are the three, as you know, I always come up with three things because they're easy and digestible, but the three things that I really see as being the root cause of the problem that is overbuying or overspending on inventory. So the first thing I think that a lot of people are struggling with is that you are potentially filling a void in your life, in your business. Here's the thing is that when you have a lack of abundance and you have a scarcity mindset or you feel like, you know, I need to cut back in my personal life to start this business or suddenly you have a bunch of money in your boutique, you know, bank account, you just think, oh my gosh, I have to spend it. And I talk about this a lot whenever I talk about money mindset in my courses, but you do have a money set point. And what that actually is, is a number that you feel comfortable seeing in your bank account. And that sounds really weird and maybe you don't believe me, but I'm going to be honest. (laughs) That's a thing. And when you go over that number, what happens is your brain says, I've got to spend it. It's sort of like when you're a kid and you get your allowance money and it just burns a hole in your pocket. So many of us still act like that. We still have that same behavior as an adult and it gets put in our business. It's such a problem. Like it's the same thing I see when people get their tax return. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting my tax return. What am I going to spend it on? Or I'm getting a bonus at work. What am I going to use it for? What if you didn't use it for anything? What if you took 10% put it in index funds? What if you took 50% and paid off half of your credit card? And what if you took 50% and went on a trip? 
You know, here's the thing is you don't have to always be spending all the money in your bank account. And the excuse of, well, I have to constantly be investing in my business. That's not true. And that's a lie. If someone told you that, like, you don't always have to be reinvesting in your business. I really want to get this across very clearly that if you feel like there's something missing in your life, you could be making yourself feel better through spending money. Now, this isn't to take away the fact that like sometimes new things make us feel really good. That's okay. Like I get it. Retail therapy, like is it a thing? Is it not? I don't know if it's bad and it's destructive. Obviously, it's not great. But I want you to really check in with yourself and say like, am I spending this money on inventory and making the excuse that I need it when I really just feel uncomfortable having that much money in my bank account or I don't really feel happy in my relationships and my family are at home. And so by spending the money, it makes me feel good because then I feel like, oh, I can make more money and spend money. And I have this certain sense of freedom, right? That idea of feeling a void is you still being stuck in a scarcity mindset. You still being in this place of feeling like you can't grow your abundance. I meet so many women who are like, I make so much money in my business. And then I'm like, oh, well, you know, they want to work with me. Like they'll make 20, 30, $40,000 in their business. I'll get on the phone with them and they're like, I need your help. I want to refine things. I want to work on stuff. And then we get down to the conversation of like, okay, great. Well, here's what it's like to work with me. You know, everyone that works with me knows they get a return on their investment, but they don't have the money in their bank account. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's a huge disconnect for me. If you're making 20, 30, $40,000 in your business, you should have some money saved. And if you don't, it's a problem. Not a huge problem, but it's a problem. And it needs to be fixed. You have to change your behaviors. You can't continue to run your business as is if you're making all this money and there's no money in your account. Like most of the time where that money's going back into is inventory that you don't need, okay? And this goes into the second thing is that like you think you always need new merchandise. Like you're overspending on inventory because you're convinced that I always need to have new stuff. Well, here's the thing. You do need new stuff, but number one, you also need to check it back with your data. And number two, you probably are getting new stuff pretty often. You're just not showing it off enough or you're just not putting the energy behind it. It needs to be able to sell. So if you're overstocked already and then you're going to buy more inventory, that's a problem. And that's an actual, like, I think a reason why a lot of people go out of business is because they end up with all this inventory, no cash in the bank to rock and roll or grow. And it's a lot of the times because they're convinced they always need no merchandise. When you're convinced that you always need merchandise, you're also enforcing that with the people who shop with you. And so they get to the point where they think they always need to see new stuff. Listen, there are tricks and tips. And like, I feel like I talk about this all the time, like whether it's a podcast or in a course where you can kind of trick your way with your customers through telling them that you have new stuff or showing things in a different way or styling it in a different way so it looks new. You don't actually always have to have new stuff. That is a lie. Like you can't sit on merchandise for eight months and you know continue to try to sell it. There's a fundamental problem in your business if that's the situation. But you convincing yourself you always need to have boxes showing up at your door every Monday or every Friday, 
that's a big problem because most often you're not checking it against the actual data of, do I really need it? Go back to the series that I did about understanding the finances and the data in your business. And if you're still having trouble, come take a course with me. Guys, the level of the financial literacy in our country is a serious problem. And if you start your business and you don't understand finances, you don't understand how to do accounting, you don't understand stock to sales and sell through and all this stuff, that is a disconnect. Okay? You started this business, you owe it to yourself to understand the numbers in it. In fact, it's sort of your job to know the numbers in it. I look at my numbers all the time. I analyze what programs sell more. I analyze how many people are getting on our email list to how many people are converting into clients. Like I watch my numbers on these podcasts and I know that, you know, I know you guys want to hear more about money stuff. So here we are talking about money stuff. You know, I know that because I go and I look at the numbers and every time I publish something about money, it gets the most listens by far. And so what do I do then? I go and I tailor my content to that. Listen, you can't grow your business if you don't know your data, period, end of story. I don't care what kind of business you have. You can't blindly grow your business and not understand what the trend has been in the past, okay? And that's really my third thing, is if you're overspending on inventory, you don't know your numbers. And when you don't know your numbers, it just comes all the way back to the idea that when you don't know your numbers, you're kind of screwed. A lot of people think I'm really harsh about this stuff. A lot of people have said to me, oh, I thought I was going to come to this and you were going to make me cry. Like, no, I'm not mean. I'm not a mean person. But I am very serious about business. And I don't know if that's me growing up on the East Coast or me having some really big traumas around money and making mistakes in my business and really having to dig myself out and like figure out this stuff. Like I've not always been where I am now. Okay. So I want you to know that too. It's like, you can learn all this stuff. In fact, when I started my business, I started with a partner and I started with a partner because I didn't think I was good at the money stuff. Like I was convinced that I couldn't handle it. Even though for seven years before I had been doing all my own money stuff and understanding everything for like multi-million dollar businesses that I ran. Okay. It was just a new way of looking at the numbers. I had gotten used to looking at numbers a very specific way within my corporate retail job. And so it scared me to now look at it in this new way in my own business. And, you know, I didn't really understand all of it, but over time I learned because that's what you do when you start a business, you learn and you grow. And if you're not committed to doing that, then it's going to be a tough road for you, honestly. And I know you sit here, you're like, Emily, I listen to all your podcasts. I've learned so much, but if you listen to all my podcasts nothing's changing, not a lot is growing, or things aren't changing and growing as fast as you think they should, then please, please, please come and take a class with me. Email us. If you're in a place where you're like, I want to work with you one-on-one, yeah, guess what I do when I work with people one-on-one? I ask for their numbers. First and foremost, give me your numbers. Send me your data. I want to analyze it. I want to show you what's going on in it, and I want to teach you how to look at this stuff. I have a one-on-one client who was really freaking out in the middle of a month and she didn't tell me she was freaking out until after because here's the story. I said to her, you know, she had done this a couple months in a row and I was like, listen, this is the number you need to calculate. 
to understand where you're going to project out for the rest of the month in terms of sales. Like you can do this math. It's very easy, right? Here, let me show you. I showed her one month. I showed her another month. The third month she came back to me and she's like, Hey, so I was kind of freaking out about my numbers. I didn't think I was on track to do, you know, the number I wanted to hit for the month, but I did the math you showed me and I calmed down immediately. Boom. Cause she was on track. She wasn't going to hit that number, her goal number for the month. And that's the difference is like when you start to understand your numbers, when you start to see the trends in them, it can actually make you calmer. I think a lot of people avoid understanding this stuff because they think it's going to be hard or they think it's going to give them anxiety or they're going to get triggered because of something that happened in the past or something that they're kind of circling around in their head on. And they feel like there's going to be like shame and trauma and like, whatever. But like, listen, what I want you to know is when you actually dig into your numbers, when you actually start to understand the ins and outs of what's going on in your business, you are so much more equipped to move forward. You're so much smarter. You're so much more nimble. You can put money in the places that actually need to have money, right? The same client you know, she had for months and months, she had been having this really great day. One day of the week, she has like a great day. And we kept kind of raising the goal for it. But like, she started to plateau out because she didn't really because she didn't have enough inventory to get to the next number. So what do we do? We recalibrated the business. And I had her invest more in some inventory. And now she's hitting crazy numbers on that day that like three months ago, seemed like a lot, you know, seemed like too much. And her March number was almost, it was like $3,000 off from her November number with a crazy Black Friday weekend. March and November were like almost the same. That's insane. Okay. But it's actually not because there's strategy behind it. Oh my God, there's strategy. We projected her sales. We went into each department. We really dug into where she needed to invest her money smartly based on what we knew about her business. That's the difference between running blind and just playing it by ear and winging it, which I think a lot of you are doing and actually being smart about your growth. When you're smart about your growth, when you're smart about where you're putting your money, when you understand where you need to be moving, you can hit goals you thought were insane. You can double, triple, quadruple your sales very quickly. She's on track to double her sales this year to go from six figures to seven figures with ease I didn't mention she was like on vacation for a week in March. So like, I just want to give you this as an example that like things can change. Things can drastically change in your business, but not until you stop overspending on inventory, you start to understand your numbers and you use the data from those numbers to actually grow your business. Guys, this is not a free for all business. Okay. Again, we can like be rah-rah and positive and get excited in our community. But like, I also really, really need you to like be a business person. Like step up, be a business person, learn this stuff, understand it. That to me is what is going to help so many of you get to six figure, seven figure, multiple seven figure businesses. Cause it's possible, but you really need to understand the nitty gritty of what's happening in your business to be able to do it. All right. Another money podcast down more coming at you. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast. So more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it.
And don't forget, head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.